Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is March 1st, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today to recap another episode of the All Rookie Podcast. Monday's seven-game slate was full of action. There's always something. As long as it's more than three or four games, we're going to have some rookie news for you. And we definitely have one rookie explode tonight. So I can't wait to get to it. And, you know, this is the only podcast that I know of (laughs) that follows the rookie class from pre-draft to draft to post-draft throughout the whole rookie season for this class. So that's what this show is all about. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. And in the first game we're going to recap is the Minnesota Timberwolves. They defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers 127 to 122. For Minnesota, as we know, pretty much all year, they have not really played any rookies. They have no rookies on their roster tonight. No news and notes for them, unfortunately. But for the Cavs, they obviously have the front runner for rookie of the year. He's hanging on tight to that uh, top spot. But Evan Mobley played 34 minutes, shot 50% from the field, ended up with 15 points, 10 rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. Another solid, strong performance to keep him at the top of that rookie of the year standing. But we'll we'll see. There's still time for Kay Cunningham, Josh Giddy, even Scotty Barnes to creep back up into that top spot. So we will see what happens. And he is the only rookie that got minutes for the Cavs tonight. Was looking to see if RJ Nimhard would, but he was a DNP because they brought in Brandon Goodwin and Tim Frazier. So no, no minutes for RJ, unfortunately. Next game, we had the Orlando Magic defeated the Indiana Pacers, 119 to 103. Now we had quite a bit of news in this one. <laughs> Isaiah Jackson started, you know, he's recently been back from injury. He's been one of the most anticipated rookies to get minutes because he's shown glimpses of greatness. And now he is recently back from his injury, you know, post-All-Star break. He had a nice little break. And his first game back, he went off. Second game back, really good game. This game, he got in foul trouble early. So he really wasn't able to play much in this game and show what he could do. So in 18 minutes, he only had six points, five rebounds, but he did have two blocks. So even though he was in that foul trouble, uh, he was able to still be productive. You just wanted to see him out there longer. And he's a rookie, so it's to be expected to have rookie mistakes. You know, fouling so much so early is going to not allow you to play in the game for the most part. So that's something he has to learn. No one comes into the game from day one knowing everything. So, And Isaiah Jackson missed most of the first part of the season due to the Pacers just being loaded up front with Sabonis and Miles Turner. Now, both of them are gone, and Isaiah Jackson is thrust into the starter role. He's the main guy everyone's looking at. And so that's not going to be a flawless transition, and we're seeing that. But when he does get it right, as we've seen, he can be special. So mark this one off, and we'll hope, we'll hope to see if he can do better next game. And I'm sure he will. But still, two blocks, you're happy about that. You just wanted more points and more rebounds, honestly. Now, on the bench, Dwayne Washington Jr. played 26 minutes, ended up with 11 points and one steal. You know, four for 10 from the field is not great, but he had a solid game. Tara Taylor off the bench, 22 minutes. 
I wish it was 22 points, but it was seven points, five rebounds, three assists, solid game for Terry Taylor. Chris Duarte tried to match him with seven points, four rebounds, one assist, and one steal. Uh, it's interesting that Chris Duarte is only getting 15 minutes, but I did see that he was either injured in this game or injured and was questionable pregame. So I think that limited him tonight. We'll have to see his status for next game, but Duarte is still having a good rookie season. We, we hoped it would be better, but it doesn't look like he's going to start anymore because they have Buddy Hill and Tyrese Halliburton playing incredible. And But that spot with O'Shea Brissett at the small forward could be up in the air for Buddy Hill to be moved up to small forward and Duarte moved back into that starting lineup. We will have to see. And Kiefer Sykes also played 15 minutes, but he only had two rebounds and one assist. So early in the season, when everyone was out with COVID and injuries, Kiefer Sykes was showing that he could play very well for this team. But right now, there's no real minutes for him until further notice notice <laughs> for the Orlando Magic Franz Wagner started of course once again 27 minutes 60% from the field finished with 15 points two rebounds three assists and two steals now if we want to be greedy we want to say we want more rebounds and we want a block or two here and there Franz Wagner but honestly he's been just solid all year long 15 points another he's pretty much averages 15 points per game you can just book it every game he's pretty much 13 to 17 points, you know, five or six rebounds. But this game, he was lacking in the rebound category. But that's because when the Carter and Obama started, when they're playing and, and together, it's not going to be too many rebounds left over for you. So not really Franz Wagner's fault. But 60% from the field, 15 points, two steals. You'll take that all day, every day. It's easy money in the bank for Franz Wagner. Now, Jalen Suggs also started, played 27 minutes. At 14 points, three rebounds, and 10 assists, but also with two steals. So a nice little double-double for Jalen Suggs, showing what he can do out there. I do feel a little worried for him now because Markel Fultz was back for his first game since being out over a year from his ACL or Achilles injury. He played 16 minutes, looked really good out there, had 10 points and six assists. So... Markel Fultz will cut into Jalen Suggs' minutes because they already have Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, now Markel Fultz. They also have RJ Hampton. All those guys are small guards that need the ball. So we will see who takes a back seat and who does not. But Markel Fultz and Jalen Suggs are probably the two that the Magic are invested in the most. But obviously, Cole Anthony's been playing pretty great all year long. But this game, he was very inefficient. So it's going to be interesting. But we may have a few weeks because Fultz will probably be worked in slowly. They are not going to want to just throw him back out there and risk further injury in a season that's already lost for the Magic. Next game, we had the Orlando. No, we had the Toronto Raptors smash the Brooklyn Nets 133 to 97 that's right a 36 point victory and that was with the Raptors without Fred Van Vliet obviously the Nets are without Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving Ben Simmons so <laughs> you know but also yeah the Raptors were also without OG Ananobi so I mean it really wasn't as lopsided as it seems but you know the Raptors have Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes Scotty Barnes came through with an incredible performance. 
one of the best rookie games you'll see all season. 28 points, 16 rebounds, four assists, wait for it, five steals, and one block. That is 28, 16, four, five, and one block. Five steals is incredible. It's superb. It's ridiculous. 16 rebounds, same thing. <laughs> ridiculous, you know, absurd, like out of control. Scotty Barnes was out of this world in this game. And once again, he's been playing great ever since OG Ananobi was out. And now when you have Fred Van Vliet out as well, it allows Scotty Barnes shot attempts to go up. When everyone is healthy on this team, he's getting under 10 field goals per game. When people are out, as you see, like on Monday night, he had 14 field goal attempts. And it's rare that he's going to go 12 for 14. But still, that, that production has been proven that it can be done by Scotty Barnes putting up big numbers, big rebounds, and filling out the stat sheet in other categories as well. So great to see Scotty Barnes go back to show what he can do for this team. And just what the type of prospect he is, you know, you're going to see a lot of people saying now, wow, Scotty Barnes is amazing. He's like, he's going to be the next Giannis. He plays like Giannis. Just remember where you heard that first. That was from me, William Isville, on the Y'all Rookie Podcast. It's on my Twitter. It's in my earlier episodes, pre-draft. You know, and I truly feel that Scotty Barnes can't get to that level. And I mean, I made a lot of player comparisons, so. And I, I don't really think I'm too off on any of them at this point. We will see. Uh, not trying to brag, but I'm just saying, you know, I don't want people to be jumping on the bandwagon now saying things. And, you know, I've been saying it since day one, honestly. Uh, but also for the Raptors, Justin Champagne played 10 minutes, only had two points, four rebounds, and two assists. And Delano Bontan in 13 minutes, five points and three assists and one steal. But the Raptors played everyone that they had available in this game because it was a blowout. So not much you can take from the bench players other than most of these players are not really getting minutes in normal games that are not blowouts. So unless there's more injury, Champagne and Bonton are just guys to keep an eye out on. For the Brooklyn Nets, no rookies starting tonight. You know, for a while there, rookies were starting every night, but they seem to have settled on this nice veteran lineup, which they may not do ever again because they got blown out so bad. But David Duke Jr. came off the bench 19 minutes, only had four points, one rebound, one assist, one steal. Kessler Edwards in 25 minutes, five points, four rebounds, one steal. Dayron Sharp did have a good game with nine points, seven rebounds, one assist. And Cam Thomas with 14 points, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, one thing you can see, um, the Nets have a lot of rookies right now. David Duke, Kessler Edwards, Dayron Sharp, Cam Thomas. Now, they use Cam Thomas and Dayron Sharp as their two late first-round picks. A lot of people were not sure they were going to keep those players because you know, they had a team that was championship or bust, and rookies don't normally play on those teams. So I think we're kind of seeing at this point, would trading those first round picks worked out, would have worked out better for the Brooklyn Nets, and they got some veterans in there. You will see that the Phoenix Suns traded their first round pick to get Landry Shaman. 
I think that was a bad idea. But, you know, Shamit is in his own way, getting minutes for the Suns and helping them. Uh, but these rookies, they probably could have gotten more out of Cam Thomas and Dayron Sharp if they would have traded those first round picks, honestly. But because these players are good, but before they are going to be starter level, the Nets maybe their window may be closed with KD continue to get injured. Ben Simmons is out right now, having issues still. And, you know, Kyrie can't play half the game. So the Nets are kind of in big trouble. And it would be nice if they had some veterans in there as opposed to rookies. But they also don't have money to play veterans, so to pay veterans. So it's, it's, a, it's a tough situation in Brooklyn right now. Until KD gets back healthy, it could be not great. <laughs> we'll just say that. Next game, the Miami Heat defeated Chicago Bulls 112-99. to And Ayo Desumu had a great game. You know, he's kind of been up and down, up and down, but he was back tonight with 18 points, four rebounds, five assists, and two steals, and one block. That's great for a shooting guard slash point guard. So he went eight for 14 from the field. Really nice game all around for Ayo. The only thing is you just can't trust Ayo at this point. Um, you know, when Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are playing especially, and which they did tonight, but, you know, when even when one of those two are out, Ayo can fluctuate in his production. But it was great to see him perform tonight and have a good game. Now, they also played Malcolm Hill, but barely, uh, one minute. He had one assist in that one minute, and he was the only other rookie in the lineup tonight. For the Miami Heat, Omer Yurt seven played five minutes, ended up with two points, three rebounds, and one assist. He only played five minutes because Dwayne Dedman was back. You know, he was missed a few games. He's back now, and Dedman played th- three times as much as Omer Yurt seven. So unless there's an injury, it looks like Yurt seven is back to third string. Miami Heat also played Haywood Highsmith, He's a rookie that got some minutes early in the season when everyone was out with COVID, but he only played three minutes and had no production. Next game, we had the Memphis Grizzlies defeat the San Antonio Spurs, 118 to 105. You will see a lot of highlights from this game because John Morant went absolutely crazy on the Spurs. I mean, he dunked all over Jakob Pertl. He was hitting half, you know, shots thrown from one end of the court to the other as a buzzer beater uh, before halftime. Uh, I mean, he was just doing anything and everything he wanted, having his will with the San Antonio Spurs as he went on to score 52 points. So, yes, John Morant only had two assists, but he had 52 points. So, I mean, he's becoming a superstar before our very own eyes. But let's start with that. Since John Morant had 52 points, that relegated Zaire Williams to zero. <laughs> and he started and played 26 minutes, but he only was able to shoot the ball three times. He had zero points, two rebounds, one assist. And that's because John Morant shot the ball 30 times. That's a lot of attempts. But he went 22 for 30. So you really cannot complain. John Morant had just an excellent game tonight. And also for the Memphis Grizzlies, Santi Aldama was a DNP. He's looking like a player for next year at this point. 
for the Spurs, Jock Landell and Joe Weiskamp both played one minute. Neither had any production at all except Weiskamp had one steal. Josh Primo played 10 minutes, had two rebounds, one assist, one steal. And on the poster that uh, John Morant put Jacopoto on, Jacopoto on, uh, John Morant blew right by Josh Primo to get that slam dunk. So that was not great for Primo. <laughs> it's not going to help his chances of getting more minutes. Let's just say that. Next game, the Milwaukee Bucks defeated the Charlotte Hornets 130-106. to And for the Hornets, Kai Jones, after his dominant performance in the G League, got some minutes finally. Seven minutes, had four points, three rebounds, and one steal. It's only seven minutes, but that's a long way from DNP, 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 DNP to seven minutes. That's a big jump. So we'll see if he can keep that up. I did see P.J. Washington got banged up, so who knows if he'll have to miss a game or not. That could bring more minutes for Kai Jones. So we'll have to keep an eye out on that. JT Thor played 16 minutes off the bench. Only had two points, but had three rebounds, two assists, and one steal. So that's the opportunity for both of those guys. And we've seen Borrego has been loving JT Thor a little more than Kai Jones. So we will see where that rotation shakes out, especially if PJ will miss a game or a or, or few. You never know. So for the Bucks, uh, Lindy Wigginton played 10 minutes and there were three points and one rebound. But that is it for them. Sandro Mamuklesvelli is not even on the box score. So he was in the G League. Last and final game, the Sacramento Kings blew out the Oklahoma City Thunder, 131 to 110. For the Sacramento Kings, their only rookie that they are giving minutes to is Davion Mitchell. Played 21 minutes off the bench, six for nine from the field. All his misses were three-pointers, so he really shot the ball very well from inside the three-point range. But he finished with 13 points, one assist, and one steal. Everyone wants to see those steals up because he plays such great defense, but you can still play great defense without getting steals and blocks, and Davion Mitchell is a prime example of that. But um, not starting. We will see if he will get that starting job over Justin Holiday. That's what we hope to see. Because Holiday's not really doing anything out there for anyone except for having better size than Davion Mitchell. So hopefully that will change soon. For the Thunder, Josh Giddy is still out. And that allowed Trey Mann to start. He played 31 minutes, ended up with 11 points, three rebounds, and four assists. Solid. You know, nothing great. He's had great games in the past. So this game, not so much. And that probably is because... Davion Mitchell is on the other side of the court. And we also have Aaron Wiggins, who started, but only played nine minutes. Once again, another weird uh, rotation lineup for Aaron Wiggins, especially. It appears to be if he's failing assignments, not being in the right place, he's just getting yanked and not put back in the game because uh, he's starting a lot of games or, you know, first man off the bench, but then you'll see less than 15 minutes usually. Uh, when everyone else is getting big minutes. So, but he, Aaron Wiggins finished with three points and one rebound, and that's it. Now, for the bench, they have Lindy Waters, who had three points and three rebounds. And that is it for the Thunder. Um, you know, as you know, <sighs> Jeremiah Robinson Earl is out 
possibly for the year with his injury. And we just hope to see Josh Giddy back soon because Josh Giddy was pushing toward that first, um, that rookie of the year award. Honestly, he was putting up incredible numbers and now he's missed a few games. We'll see if he misses too many more. You know, Kay Cunningham and Scotty Barnes are just going to pass him back in my book about who will be in the runnings for rookie of the year. And the last news I've heard on Giddy was is he has a hip injury. So, uh, and he was ruled out of Monday's game against the Kings. As I just mentioned, he appears likely to miss additional time. So they say it could be a while. So that is not good. And they said Josh Giddy is not day-to-day. So that is really, really, really bad news um, for Giddy and his rookie of the year uh, hopes. Let's hope Giddy gets back 100% as soon as possible and gets back on the court playing great like he was. That's what's most important. Now, that wraps up our seven-game slate. Let's go over our rookies of the night. We had quite a few, but it was headlined by Scotty Barnes with his 28.16 rebounds four assists, five steals, and even at one block, I'll throw in there. Ayo DeSumo with 18, four, five, and two steals. Evan Mobley, 15, 10, four, and two blocks. Franz Wagner, 15 points, two steals. Jalen Suggs, 14 points, 10 assists, two steals. Cam Thomas, 14 and four. Davion Mitchell, 13. Trey Mann and Dwayne Washington had 11. And Dayron Sharp had nine points and seven rebounds. So that'll do it for today's episode of the Y'all Rookie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Share, comment, like, follow, all that good stuff, the Y'all Rookie Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Have any feedback? You want to talk? You want a friend? <laughs> Add me on Twitter, at William Bill. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm out of here. Peace.